Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Ship's log. We've been floating around the outer edges of space for weeks now. No matter which direction I look in, I can't see anything but total darkness. No planets, no stars, nothing. Our navigation systems are useless since nobody's ever been out this far in space before. The story pirates are totally, completely, and utterly lost. But to pass the time, I've been writing some new songs. Actually, here's what I've been working on lately. I'm excited. Here, see what you think. Okay, here we go. Personal space. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted. I can play my songs later. Okay, where was I? Oh, right, 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 right. All of the other pirates have gotten into little space exploration pods and gone off in different directions in search of planets. I've decided to stay here with the ship, waiting patiently for the other story pirates to return, hopefully with good news about something they found. But for now, I'm just gonna sit here waiting and try to figure out what chord comes next in my song. Personal space it out. Whoa, what's that? What's that alarm? The, the computer, it says incoming vessel. The first pod is back. The first pod is back. The story pirates are returning to the ship. Hooray! Oh, I know, C minor. Oh, that's good. I like that. I love 
other people, just write for yourself. Just go for the imagination. This is weird. I was thinking of either shooting stars and kind of space games or fucking treasure. Sheep, get out of here. We're trying to finish a story. The Sony Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Lee! Lee! This is Nimini! Over! Nimini! You're back! What did you find? Tell me everything! Oh, I'll tell you all about my journey, but can we do a story first? I haven't heard one in so long. Oh, of course. Listeners, have you ever had something really small, like so small, you hardly even notice it? turn into a very big deal? Well, this first story is all about how something small can change the world. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Emily. I'm 11 years old and I live in Texas. This is my story called Humming. Quiet down, class, and turn to page 23 in your textbooks. Lainey, psst, Lainey, can you stop humming that song? It's so distracting. Sorry, Jason. It's just stuck in my head. Lainey, Jason, quiet down! <laughs> this is a story. Story. Of why there's so many bands in the world. So many bands in the world. Story. Story. And it started right here in Mrs. Smith's class Jason was distracted, Jason was upset Mrs. Smith had gotten mad at him and it wasn't even lunchtime yet And when he got home, his mom already knew I got a call from school just now, we should talk this through That was bad today, bad today Mrs. Smith is strict and you can't be calling out But I was mad today, mad today, you see Cause Lainey wouldn't stop humming I think that you and Lainey need to go and start a band. A band? No, Mom. Request denied. Yeah, let's do it. Lainey? Your mom invited me over. Listen, I sing, you play guitar, George plays drums. Hey. And Steven, well, he could be our manager. All right. The band is finding glory. Glory. They were the most famous band in the world. Hey. The most famous band in the world. Glory. Glory. And they were known around the world as Mrs. Mrs. Smith's class. George was so worried. Worried and upset, they were singing a new song tonight and hadn't finished writing yet. And when they got together, George had had enough, he said. Writing and rehearsing, it shouldn't be this tough. When we write a song, write a song, I'm constantly distracted, I'm constantly perturbed. I keep focusing, focusing, you see. But Jason never stops humming, humming, humming. His guitar is changed, she had some other plans. George won't stop humming, so I'm gonna start my own group. It was deja vu and deja vu. The number of bands, it grew and grew until the whole entire world was in a fair. And all because of the humming, 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 humming. Coming, coming, coming. 
Lee Speaks with the Author. Hi. Hey, Emily, it's Lee from Story Pirates. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing all right. So, Emily, you wrote the story Humming. Mm-hmm. What was your inspiration? My classmates always joke around about how much I'm humming. They say they're going to move desk if I don't stop humming. <laughs> so you're that kid. You're the one in class that's always humming. Yeah. Is there one thing in particular that you like to hum, or are there a bunch of things? Um, mostly things by the Beatles. Oh. Mm-hmm, I love them. I have um, Sgt. Pepper records. I have a huge poster of them. I love the Beatles, too. What's your favorite song on Sgt. Pepper? Um, that's really hard to decide. <laughs> I really like Loose in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah. I listen to the remastered version. What about White Album? What's your favorite songs on that? Well, Blackbird. <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful. My mom used to sing me Blackbird at the lullaby when I was a baby. Oh, wow. So it got into your head early. Yeah, a lot of the Beatles' most well-known songs were on the White Album. Did you know that Ringo Starr's copy of the White Album is one of the most valuable records in the world? Like the one he owns? Um, yeah. Wow. So you're like kind of a Beatles historian. (laughs) Yeah. So you're constantly humming Beatles songs. Mm -hmm. Can we do a little quiz here where you hum different Beatles songs and I have to guess what they are? Sure. Okay. Whenever you're ready. (laughs) Yesterday. Yep. (laughs) Woo. Okay. How about this one? I want to hold your hand. Yes, nice. Hey. Have you ever been in a band yourself? Um, no, but I've really wanted to be in one like all of my life. If you could be in a band, what would be the name of your band? Really, I had two names in mind. I was thinking of either Shooting Stars and kind of Space Teams or Sunken Treasure. You know who you would like if you like space themes? Who? Have you heard David Bowie? Um, no, but my music teacher says that he wants to do some music history with him. That he's really interesting. <laughs> David Bowie is super interesting, and he does a lot of space-themed stuff. And his music's, like, as good as the Beatles. Okay, I'm going to have to trust you on that. Because <laughs> that's hard. <laughs> I know, it's a, it's a high bar. It's a high bar. <laughs> Emily, this was so fun to talk to you. Thank you for sharing your love of the Beatles and just, like, talking music with me today. Thank you. Okay, bye, Emily. Bye. Wow. That story was so It was great, wasn't it? I'd love to oh, hear it again. I'm so glad we got to listen to that. Wait a second, Nimini, now that you're back, tell me everything. Did you find a planet, food, water, fuel, anything? Well, I've had quite the adventure. I was floating around in my pod when I came across another ship. Ooh, were there people aboard? Yes, and they were not friendly. (gasps) I mean, gasp. They captured my pod and brought me aboard. They told me I could either give them all of my treasure or walk the plank. I told them I had no treasure, so they threw me in the dungeon. Luckily, I was able to pick the lock and break out. I snuck past guards, dodged some booby traps, sabotaged their ship's engine, and stole an escape pod, which I used to make my way back here. Wow, that sounds like a real adventure. Eh, typical Thursday. Anyway, I would not recommend that we fly back in the direction I came from. There are no planets that way, just a bunch of very angry marauders. Ugh, darn! Whoa, that alarm! That sound means there's another pod incoming! 
Lee, come in. This is Rachel and Peter. Over. Roger, you're loud and clear. No, no, Peter and Rachel. I don't know who Roger is. Peter, what? Just, just come back aboard the ship. Peter! Rachel! Welcome back! What did you find? Well, we found a planet. <gasps> Gasp. Or so we thought. Turns out it was just a plant. Similar words. A plant? Like like a tree or a flower or a vine? Yeah, except huge and tried to eat us. The plant tried to eat you. It was like a Venus flytrap, but sentient and in space. And the size of a planet. And really scary. And big. Did I say big? How did you escape from the giant plant-sized man-eating plant? Well, it tried to eat us, so I ate it back. What do you mean you ate it back? Well, it tried to eat me, so I ate it. You ate a planet. Well, I mean, a killer plant the size of a planet, yes. I guess I'm just a little unclear about Listen, how- Listen, Lee, I literally don't know how much clearer I can be. <laughs> Here, I recorded the whole thing on video. Check it out. Come at me, plant planet! proud of what we did. Anyway, long story short, I definitely don't recommend we fly the ship in that direction. Way too dangerous. And filling. Oh no, this isn't looking good. Yeah, unless some of the other pirates return with good news, we might be lost in space forever! Oh, wait, sorry, excuse me. <gasps> excuse me. I ate a planet. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. <sighs> wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash. And get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh, ju just go to... Uh, 
Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. I really hope the other pirates come back soon, and I hope they've found a planet. Oh, that's convenient timing. Come in, story pirates. Rolo, you and Siegfried are back. That's right. We've been sharing this pod for too long, and I can't wait to get back on the ship. Oh, now that's better. Did you guys find any planets? No, we found nothing. So much nothing. So, so, so much nothing. We drifted for days, weeks, years. We drifted so far that time lost all meaning. We saw such vast nothingness that we understood the universe. The stars, the galaxy, the distance. Space means nothing. But by that very fact, space means everything. We saw our whole existence all at once. I am a baby. I am an old man. I am all. You are all. We are all. So, did you find another planet? Nope. Come on. (laughs) Darn. Look, that's Lufus Pod returning to the ship. (laughs) Oh, Lufa, I missed you too. Come here and give me a hug. Aww. Lufa, did you find any land? Nimini, what's Lufa saying? She said that she not only found land, but she found an entire helpful civilization. We're saved! <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry, I misunderstood. She found nothing. Oh, come uh, on! <laughs> really? Wait, that must be Megan's pod. Let's hope she has some good news. Come in, Story Pirates. I have some news. And guess what? It's bad! I wasn't able to find any land, but I did find this weird device. It looks like it's some sort of extraterrestrial piece of technology. I'm not really sure what it does, but, you know, I thought it might... Uh, Megan? Is everything okay? Yeah, no, everything's fine. It's just that this thing I have started beeping, and I'm not entirely sure why. That's weird, because I also hear beeping coming from inside the ship. And it sounds like our beeping is matching your beeping. It's almost like the beeps are 
talking to each other? Where is that beeping coming from and what does it mean? Is it just me or is the beeping getting faster? I think you're right. We have to get to the bottom of this stat. Quick, Megan, get back to the ship. And while you're doing that, let's do another story. Yeah! Okay, listeners, this next story is about a trip through time that goes to some very unexpected places. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name's Jager. I live in Oregon. This is my story. It's called Time Traps. Mom, we're home. Jager, Heidi, where have you two been? We were still at the restaurant. Well, you were supposed to be here helping me finish the laundry. But, Mom, we heard a super weird noise at the restaurant. Yeah, so we had to go look for it. That's your excuse for not helping? You had to look for a noise? Yeah. Yeah. If you can't even help your own mother, how do you expect to help yourselves, hmm? That doesn't even make sense. At least take these clothes that I washed and folded for you and put them in your closet. Mom, we don't have time to help. Don't we? you mom me. Now get! Fine. Why is mom always on our case? Uh, we help around here. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of an example right now, but I'm sure we do. Whatever. We should put these clothes away. I guess. Whoa. Did you hear that? It's that weird noise again. It's coming from inside the closet. Let's look behind the hanging clothes. Whoa, it's a big hole. Let's stick our heads in it. Okay. Weird. Look at all these objects flying around. It looked like objects from the past. Like that suit of armor. And that typewriter. Whoa, is that a CD? I'm not sure. I've never seen one before. Come on, let's take a closer look and jump all the way in. Okay. (laughs) Oh no, the hole is closing behind us. Quick, we have to stop it. It's closed. It's impossible to open. Look, there are a bunch of other holes opening up. We gotta get home. Well, we can't go back the way we came. Quick, let's go through one of these other holes before we get stuck here forever. Let's go through this one. Whoa. (gasps) Whoa. Heidi, look. Where are we? I think the question is, when are we? Why, the 1800s, of course. The 1800s? That's right. Say, while you're here, I could use some help. You see, my steamship has run ashore here at the foot of the newly constructed Brooklyn Bridge. And if I don't get moving soon, I won't be able to deliver all of Mr. Edison's lightning bulbs to President Cleveland's non-consecutive second inaugural address. Will you help me? Jake, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That the 1800s is dirty and boring? Yep. Let's get back in the portal. Sorry, 1800s person. We don't have time to help you. We gotta get home. Bye. Wait, I have more to tell you about this crazy industrial revolution. When are we now? Whoa, Trippy, you just like appeared out of nowhere, man. Welcome to the 1960s. At least we're getting closer. Right, I know what you mean. Hey, while you're here, I could use some help. I need someone to help me finish making this daisy chain to put in my hair so that I can meet my friend Lilypad down at the record store to pick up the newest Jefferson Airplane album before the protest. If you could help me, that would be far out, man. Jager, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That the 1960s is super confusing? You're telling me, man. Let's get back in the portal. Sorry, friendly hippie, but we can't help you. We gotta get home. 
Bye. Wait, can you at least give me a ride to Woodstock? Whoa! What are we now? I don't know, but we are in the ocean. There is so much water in this time period. What do we do? Look, something is swimming towards us, and it's big! It's really big. It's... It's... A whale! Whoa! We're inside the whale. And look, it's a complete living room with fishbone furniture and fish-scale carpet. This looks like... An Airbnb? Ah! Who said that? I'm sorry I frightened you. My name is Jason, and I'm the whale that swallowed you. Welcome to the Airbnb that I've set up inside my mouth. The whale is an Airbnb? We must be in the future. You know, things have been tough in this maritime, post-apocalyptic gig economy. I could really use your help. Could you give me five stars and write a review? Jason, I'm sorry. That sounds tough, but we don't have time to help you. We got to get home. Uh, I understand. That's okay. I could just really use the... Well, well, well. If it isn't my arch nemesis, Jason the Whale. Mark the Shark. Who? Oh, it's a long story, but Mark and I have been sworn enemies for many, many years. To. You have renters in your mouth right now? So what if I do? You can't possibly expect to fill all those vacancies. Don't tell me what to do. That's it. I'm going to bite your tail. Ow! 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 
Where have you been? Quick, get in the whale car or you're going to be late for shark school. The flounders of this nation, the United Sharks of Whale America, didn't invent everything so that you could dawdle. Let's move. And don't forget to brush your shark teeth. Shark, shark teeth? teeth? Oh, no. The end. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a huge thanks to today's authors, Emily and Jager. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about a world that is so small that most people can't even see it. Tell us who lives there, what they do, and why their world is so small. Is it a problem that the world is so small? Or are there unexpected benefits as well? Grown-ups, as always, you can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye-bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media. Executive producers Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Lee Overtree, Sam Baer, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Jonathan Roberts. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Our staff writer is Mike Cabalon. Contributing writers are Megan O'Neill, Peter McNerney, Lee Overtree, and Rachel Winitsky. This episode features performances by Sarah Morgan Ashey, Andrew Barbado, Lauren Stripling Brody, Allison Frasca, Quinton Johnson, April Laval, Angelo McDonough, Peter McNerney, Vanessa Magula, Jack Mitchell, Catherine Montesi, Lee Overtree, Emily Olcott, Megan O'Neill, Peter Russo, Regan Sims, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, Matt Zimbrano, and Brandon Zellman. Humming was written by Jack Mitchell, produced by Jack Mitchell and Brendan O'Grady, with vocal arrangements and direction by Jack Mitchell. Additional music and production in Time Trap by Eric Gerson. Additional recording at Wheel Garden Residence in Cambodia. Time for bed. It's been a long day. I'll just pull up these covers and put my head on the pillow and relax. (sighs) Ugh. The beeping is still going on. How am I going to sleep with that beeping on? Okay, Lee, just ignore it. Just take a deep breath. (sighs) Think of calming, peaceful things. Like a calming, burbling brook in a peaceful forest oh, with cute little frogs that make a cute little sound that sounds like a beep. No, it's not working. That beeping. I don't like that beeping. Okay, just try it again. Stay calm. Okay. Okay, this time you're lying on a cloud. It's a soft, white, fluffy cloud doing a thing that a cloud would do, like... Like beeping, no, no, clouds don't beep, but it's beeping in here. How can I sleep with the beeping? Oh, all right, calm down, Lee. Just try one more time. Okay, okay, this time I'm imagining a beautiful, 
calming beep. The beep is beeping a calm beep like beep. 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 Beep, beep. 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 Beep! Beep! Ah. I had a nightmare about a beep.